said we were keen on Adam Shaheen and Ladarius Green. Let's travel back in time and unravel the schemes. Checking out our teams as Podly Dream. JT103, maybe you would see me. Trading back in Superflex to snag a QB. Got hindsight now to unravel the past. Back to the future because the value moves fast. You could go back to 2015. Tell yourself that Mariota's not at all what he seems. Or maybe a couple years ago that Josh Allen punchline really can throw. In the here and now, we'll make the world all right. Help you in the future with the past insight. In the time machine, from here you'll see everything it takes to build a dynasty. T to the I to the M to the E M A to the C H I N E. T to the I to the M to the E M A to the C H I N E. They're up to 88 miles per hour, and they're ready to go back in time to look at trades so you don't have to. Here are the hosts of the Dynasty Time Machine, Bob Gilchrist and John Bosch. Welcome in to the Dynasty Time Machine. I'm Bob Gilchrist, and with me as always, John Bosch. I know we've been away for a while. We've had a lot of different things going on. John has been pumping out the content for Dynasty Wall Street with his new team. They have been doing a tremendous job. If you haven't checked out that show, it's on the same feed. And it's a great value show. They get they go over three players every episode. And you've got... Three very different personalities giving you takes. So how you doing, John? I am doing just fine, Bob. I am ready to hop in this time machine and get to the 2023 draft. Like, it, last, just think, a year from now, we'll be like, last night was so exciting. Oh, my gosh. Some great quarterbacks went in the first round. Even had a couple running backs slide into the first round. This is amazing. What a great draft. I'm so glad we have access to this time machine. Because last night sucked. <laughs> last night was pretty bad uh we we have a group chat that we were all uh talking about watching a movie instead uh i don't recall which movie it was but it could have been my little pony and we would have been probably better off so we're gonna go over uh some of the values of the 22 uh, draft picks now that we've seen one quarterback what 13 receivers no I don't know it was exactly a lot. how many it was I it think was it was lot. seven receivers one yeah uh, I mean maybe they're getting tips from fantasy and drafting receivers because they last longer difference is it's a 32 team league so you so, do need quarterbacks in that league folks but they're just it's just we all knew it coming in this just yeah. wasn't the class for quarterbacks so it's disappointing. We would have liked to have seen some draft stock for at least Malik Willis. <laughs> but, oh well. Yeah, my biggest surprise was that nobody traded back into the first to just grab Malik Willis. I thought for sure. No. Do you think he no. lasts long tonight? I, I think he's one of the first. If he's not the first player off the board, I think he's one of the first couple. Like, I, it, 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 somebody's got to come up to get him if, if nobody at the top already wants him. Like, yeah, maybe. If not, I, I, every pick he drops, I will get more and more worried. <laughs> um, 
it's disappointing. Yeah, we have uh, the Listener League, and we have the 101. And I felt we were pretty locked in on Malik Willis until last night. We were. <laughs> we're now we're not. Yeah. We recently uh, received a trade well, offer that <laughs> actually... <laughs> I still want the 101 over Derrick Henry and Juju, but... I you might have been able it's, to flip uh, Derrick Henry for a 22, 23 first, though. I think we could flip the 101 for that still. <laughs> not far, not much further down, though. It, you're, the 2023 first is uh, definitely preferable to a lot of the firsts now. I might start shopping my 2023 first for like two 2022 firsts. Like, <laughs> if it's a decent team and I think it's going to be a late. Maybe I'll just take two cracks at wide receiver, and if one of them hits, then then I, I feel like I invest in my 2023 first well. Because I honestly think people might start giving up two of them to get a 2023 first. It should be insane. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen that before, but that's where we're at right now. It's crazy. All right, so I've got a few trades for um, the 101. All righty. I've got a few trades for the 105, and I've got a few trades for the 110. Shall we start at the 110, or shall we start at the 101? Yeah, let's start at the back and work our way to the premier asset, you know. Save, save all the intrigue for that 101, yay. God, I'm so okay. excited. <laughs> the 110. For Tony Pollard. Oh, I'm I'm taking the one ten. Uh, I mean that's. So we're not. There's no blinding here. There's <laughs> no blind. There's no is, blinding. There wasn't okay. any way that's to okay. blind it. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I, it be We're getting a sense. I mean, yeah. we we just want to get a sense of where people should be moving the uh, the picks for and. Yeah, I'm taking the one ten. I mean, I'll take any receiver. <laughs> It just went in the first round at the 110 over Tony Pollard. Like he's one, he's a running back. He's not like a young running back anymore. I mean, he's not old, but and he doesn't have as much wear and tear. He's not better than Zeke, or at least he's not going to be more featured than Zeke. Is maybe the way I should put it. Uh, he might be better than Zeke. Who cares? It's a running back, but he's he's the backup. And even with a split, that split is going to lean to Zeke without an okay. injury. So I'm not How giving. How do you feel one about Rashard Penny and Damian Harris for the one ten? Um, I don't hate that. Uh, I mean, especially if if you're looking for running back, like you're taking Damian Harris and Rashad Penny. I don't think either of them are really anything beyond 2022 but if you're gonna if you're gonna need a running if you need a running back i don't mind giving up my late first for running backs i would rather try and find somebody a little bit better and just get one of them but if you can't do that if you can't get like david montgomery or something like that then take two cracks at it and at least you have two starting starters i know you're a much bigger damian harris fan than i am a little little hometown cooking for you but uh he was extremely touchdown dependent. I think that's pretty apparent, uh, which is not likely to, you can't really count on that. Rashad Penny was kind of a late season surprise. 
late career surprise. It's been years where of no productivity. I don't think any of these guys is really an answer after 2022. But with both of them, you might be able to find an answer week to week for 2022. And the 110, I mean, even though you're taking a receiver there, um, it's it's not as valuable as it once was. All right. Tyler Boyd and Kadarius Tony. Oh, I'll take Boyd and Tony. I mean, I, I like Tyler Boyd, even though he is the third receiving option, maybe even the, the fourth in that offense. Um, and Tony is a rookie who showed us some flash. Not the best offense. <laughs> um, and he has demanded a yeah, trade, right? Or they are shopping Yeah, I mean, him. he might, who knows where he's going to end up. He m- might just stay a giant. It's a wide receiver, so they could be playing for any team uh, by the start of the season, the way this offseason has gone. I'll take the Boyd and Tony. Again, that's two shots at getting a wide receiver that, if I draft a wide receiver at the 110, I'm hoping they have a rookie season comparable to Tony. I'm hoping they have a start to their career comparable to Tyler Boyd. So I'll just take those two guys and hope that one of them continues what they've done. All right, so we've got the 110 and the 111 for Cam Akers. I would easily give that for Cam Akers. I am extremely high on Cam Akers uh, after being extremely low on him. And I was selling it. Yeah, not long. As soon as he as soon as he popped an Achilles. Uh, so I was trading him away for a second. And even as I did it, I said, if he recovers and comes back and shows it, I will pay back up for him. And I am fine with paying back up for him. I thought paying back up for him would mean one first. Uh, this is a little expensive. But they're the back end of the first in what is coming out to be a draft that's just not as uh, not as intriguing. So I almost feel like I'm paying two seconds here to get to get Cam Akers back on teams where I gave him away for a second. That's fine by me. Fine by me. He's he, if he's going to be healthy, which he appeared to be, and he's going to be in that offense. Yeah, give me give me Cam Akers back. Okay, let's move on to the uh, 105. So we've got the 105 for Jerry Judy. That's interesting. It's a tough one, right? Yeah, because I think Judy slots in pretty well right in this group. This, this chunk of wide receivers that we basically are going to have now at the top. I mean, presumably young. we're going to have Brees Hall <laughs> in somewhere in the, in the first five rookie picks. Um, I'm going to be kind of surprised if in Superflex Malik Willis doesn't still break the top five of rookie picks. Um, like mm-hmm. I'm not totally out on him. I, he needs to go to a spot where I'm going to feel really good now. So, the 105 or Judy. I mean, I, mean, I think I'm just going to take Judy. I, I, I like the talent enough. Now he's got himself a, he's got himself a quarterback 
that if the coaching staff allows this quarterback to be used properly, Judy should be good. Judy should be plenty good. So I'm going to go I mean, ahead. That's somebody that I'm, I'm interested on your new take on Russell him. Wilson? I've hated him for fantasy. He's ter- He was terrible. <laughs> 100%. 100%. They, they never let him be Russell Wilson the entire season. And it was it was extremely frustrating as somebody who rostered him on teams. And then, like, I would have weeks where he just disappeared. And I couldn't not start him because he's Russell Wilson. Now I expect, I mean, let's face it. If Denver went out and got him and they utilize him the same way Seattle does, they are idiots. <laughs> He is a very talented player, and he should be able to throw the ball around. So I expect much more from Russell Wilson in Denver than I ever did in Seattle. I was just done with him in Seattle. I'm really excited for him in, in Denver. So, yeah, definitely back, definitely back in on Russell All Wilson. All right, and this one was interesting because this uh, gentleman actually got traded last night. The 105 for Marquise Brown. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the 105. I'm... Um, uh, Marquise Brown doesn't rank anywhere near Jerry Judy for me okay. or with these rookies in their landing spots. Like I, no, no, thank you. I'll take the 105 pretty easily. What if I were to put in Rashard Bateman instead of, would you do the 105 for Bateman mm, instead? Now, Rashad Bateman, well, that's going to be closer. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's going to hit the 105 level for me. Uh, but I bet you when I sit down and look, it, I bet you I'd be okay with Rashad Bateman around the 107, 108, somewhere in that range. 105 feels a little bit pricey. I'd rather, if 105 can get me Jerry Judy, I'd rather have Jerry Judy. Right. All right. So we got the 105 and the 109 for the. 102. <laughs> I'll take the 105 and the 109. Honestly, the player that you take at 102 might be there at 105, might be there at 109. Like, this is, that's how absurd this is. That you're literally trading for no value to move up to the 102. I, I wonder what kind of trades are going to happen uh, in rookie drafts this year because everybody's going to be like, nah, I don't care. I'll just wait. Like, eh, I've got seven guys here that I want, so I don't I don't have to move up from 109. I've got seven guys. I'm just going to take two of them, whichever two hit my picks between 105 and 109. Like, there's zero motivation to move up for anything right now, which maybe it's going to get so cheap that it ends up becoming valuable enough to do, but I'm not paying the 105 to get from the 109. I'm not paying the 109 to get to the 105. Or from the 105 to the 102. Like, that's just, that's way too much. Take take the two shots. Pick two receivers, whichever ones you want. Because they all just really feel, I mean, Garrett Wilson was the one I liked the most. And then he became a Jet. And I think I've been pretty clear on how I feel about any player from the Jets. I don't like any of them because they're Jets. Uh, I'm going to try and get over that bias. Um, it might not be a bias because it's pretty much been true. The Jets do not produce fantasy players. But I'm going to try and get over it, and I'm going to try to trick myself into Garrett Wilson, I think. And if I get burned, then I'm just never taking a Jet again in my life. 
Ever. Ever. Like, I, I don't care. They, I, they could... Jamar Chase gets traded to the Jets. I'm cutting him. <laughs> like, this is your last chance, Jets. You better not screw up Garrett Wilson. That was uh, that was one of the most interesting tweets I saw last night from uh, Izzy on the flagship show. He had said, you could probably get your 102 at 108. I think you. there's a chance your 101 is going to go at the 109. Like... I can't wait to see what, not the ADP. I mean, I am interested in ADP once we, because for Kaleidoscope, of course, we have to get that and compile it. It's going to look wild. Uh, But more importantly than the average draft position, I want to see the range. That is what really is intriguing me about rookie drafts this year. I want to see the range of how all of these players are drafted. There's going to be, I don't know, seven or eight different 101s in Superflex. There's going to be somebody that takes Kenny Pickett 101 because they need a quarterback. He was the first quarterback drafted in the NFL draft. Somebody's going to take Kenny Pickett. Somebody is. I'm not. Somebody will. He will register in, a, in the range from 101, probably to 201. Like He might not get drafted in the first, and he could go all the way up to a 101 because somebody there will need a quarterback. Like, that's probably the same thing with Malik Willis. Assuming he, assuming he gets drafted. Uh, he'll get drafted tonight. We should we should mention we are recording this Friday morning. So Friday morning. We want to get some, this out yeah. before today's draft. And uh, yeah. there will be some answers for Malik Willis, hopefully. You know, and we will record hopefully early next week and uh, recap the rest. Um, we've got Juju Smith-Schuster. In the 105 for A.J. Brown. (laughs) That is very interesting and kind of annoying. Yes. Well, I kind of looked for the two guys that got traded as well. Yeah. Plus, you know, I like both those receivers quite a bit. Um, I'm not as down on A.J. Brown going to the Eagles as some people seem to be like a lot of people think, well, that's terrible for him. I don't think it's all that terrible, but I, I was never a huge fan of Ryan Tannehill (laughs) throwing in the ball. So I'm okay with Jalen hurts throwing in the ball. I also like Jalen hurts more than a lot of people who it seems. So I'm not completely down on AJ Brown going there. Now the one Oh five, you're possibly drafting a receiver that, could end up being exactly like A.J. Brown. You're getting Juju on top, which I really like Juju. I'm still going to go. I'm still going to go A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's older than most people think still, too. Yeah, I'm still taking A.J. Brown. That's, you know, I'm taking A.J. Brown here. I would give up that. I would give up that 105 and Juju for A.J. Brown pretty easily. I don't know how far he is going to fall in my ranks that I don't do. But he's not going to fall completely on his face. Like to me, he's still going to be up somewhere near the top, at least in my wide receiver one range. The 105 could turn into somebody in the wide receiver one range. You know, like we've said a million times, that's what happened last night. All the wide receivers became together. So I don't know which one I'm going to get at 105, uh, but I'm going to have a shot. But the upside is they turn into A.J. Brown. I'll just take A.J. Brown. Juju, I don't think I'll ever have a chance to turn into A.J. Brown again, unfortunately. 
All right, let's move on to 101. All right. Oh, God, this is just going to hurt. This is so bad. The 101 <laughs> for Joe Mixon. Yeah, I'll take Mixon. Uh, uh, as much as I as much as I hate investing in a late running back, I mean at this point I might be using the 101 on a running back. You know, so I might as well just take Joe Mixon. I, I don't think I'm going to get a lot out of him. Like Joe Mixon this year, maybe next year. Hopefully next year, I should say. And maybe the year after. Uh, I think I'd be satisfied with that. I'd much rather use the 101 on a quarterback that is going to produce fantasy relevance for years to come. But I sure as hell am not using it on Kenny Pickett. And I don't feel comfortable right now using it on Malik Willis. I'm not out. I'm not completely out. I might turn around on Malik Willis. I'm down. We need, we need the landing spot. We need to, I, I mean, it, it's very I interesting. I mean, like if he still ends up in Detroit or something, like I don't really care what the, the situation is still the same. It's just, it, it, yeah, I mean, I, 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 we need this. It sucks. The situation didn't come from a first round pick just because of the correlations that we have seen from first round picks and not first round picks. Uh, especially for fantasy purposes. But we don't have a lot of options. <laughs> we, we did not have a lot of fantasy relevant players taken in the first round last night. Seven receivers and one quarterback, right? Like that was it? Yes. Yep. So, I unfor- unfortunately, draft capital, it might not, like, I think draft capital is going to affect, like, their overall startup value and ADP and stuff like that. Like they'll drop in that. They can't drop in rookie drafts because they all can't drop. Like somebody <laughs> has to be taken. Um, I made the joke last night. Who's my wide receiver one. And I'm like, there's in the rookie class. I'm like, there's not one. They're just all wide receiver four and below. Like there's just no wide receiver one. There's no wide receiver two in this class. They're all wide receiver four. <laughs> like, like that. But because of that, then somebody will in fact become, you know, it's a lower overall value, but we can only work with what we can work with. If I'm looking for a quarterback hard with the 101, I'm offering trades right now. I am seeking out somebody. I'm very curious where we're going to get because I oh, I'm the cringe. The 101 for last year's consensus 109, 110 area, Mac oh, Jones. Oh. Yeah, I would give it for Mac Jones. Oh, God, that feels awful. Oh, that feels awful. Oh, yeah, give me Mac Jones at this point. Mac Jones, in my fictional rankings, will be above Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis. Um, what What about Tua? What if... Oh, I would take Tua in a heartbeat. Okay. Are you kidding me? All right. I know, I know, I know you like Tua, so that's why I, I kind of skipped. Hate Tua, I skipped yeah, over Tua, that one because I, I, yeah. I figured you were going to go Tua there. What about Zach Wilson? What if it was Zach Wilson? That's a test. That's a test. Because not only is he a Jet, but... He's a Jet. He's Zach Wilson. He was not good last year. <laughs> Just not good. I mean, you um, think about it. The, the person that has the 101 is probably looking for a quarterback, right? Yeah. So it is... 
Who could you trade it for? I think I still want Malik Willis, even not knowing his landing spot over Zach Wilson. That's probably the line. Um, now, when we get into like the 103 to 104 range, if, a, if I'm looking for a quarterback there, I mean, I'd still rather draft Malik Willis, but he might be gone. I might just go ahead and say, all right, give me Zach Wilson. I have a starter for this year with uh, some percentage of potential to be a future starter. I think it's low, um, but he's probably, he's their starter this year. He's probably there. I don't know. Teams can move on fast from quarterbacks now. Like that's the thing. They don't have to give them four or five years. And I, I think it was, uh, I was listening to Addison Hayes last night and I believe he's, he said like, that's why teams aren't trading back into the first to get that. Cause you don't need to give out that fifth year option anymore. Because you know by then, right. like you're not keeping it unless you're the Packers and you're keeping Jordan Love around uh, to find out what he is after Aaron Rodgers retires. Like you don't, you, you bring in a guy, you play him, you know, before that fifth year and you've already either re-signed him to a long-term extension yes, or you're moving on. The Giants are moving on. Clearly they, they made that clear. Daniel Jones is playing for a backup role in the future this year. That, that's what he is doing. He's not going to succeed to the level of getting a massive second contract. He probably hangs around as a backup somewhere. Maybe he fills in a gap, an injury, stuff like that. But the Giants did not take his fifth-year option, even though they could have. They didn't have to. Teams, teams, teams decide faster now. We've got Gabriel Davis and the 101 for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it's Trevor Lawrence all day. Okay. All day. Easily. I mean, that's just that's a slam dunk Trevor Lawrence. If I had the 101 right now and I could go turn every 101, Bob, we need to send that offer. <laughs> <laughs> Our 101, that's what we need to do. Oh, God, you're not going to let me tra- offer it for Tua. Uh, but, uh, like, I think, I think we should offer the 101 for Tua, for Mac, for Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields. Not, not Zach Wilson. Yes, Justin Fields. I, Trey I mean, Lance. Yeah, that's it's. I can't imagine do, it getting do Trey we Lance. Have Trey Lance. It might. I think we might have. Yeah, we him. might. <laughs> we might. Nonetheless, like all of the rookies for J- the last Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Oh, in a heartbeat, Jalen Hurts. There's no chance that the one one's getting Jalen Hurts right now, though. But yeah, I th- we need to make those offers now. <laughs> like after the show, it's time to send offers. Oh, yeah, I, I'd send the one one for like. Try and get Hawkinson. Yep. Uh, I we need to we need to just look at every single team and offer them the one hundred and one. I that's what I want to do with the one hundred and one. Let's do that. We will do that after the show. Shop the hell out of it and literally just. I don't want it. I don't want to make that pick. It feels like whoever you take, it's it's a reach. <laughs> it's gonna be a reach for the very first pick of your rookie draft. Oh, it should be oh it's so i this is i i've only been playing dynasty for what i don't know like six or seven years or something like that i've never seen anything like this granted maybe it's happened way more times before i started playing but it is so wide open which is exciting but also kind of depressing for somebody that plays so much on a value market because I need to know what the value market is then so I can exploit it. And there's just, there's nothing to find for me to exploit. 
It's disappointing. You've sent out an interesting tweet last night to try to poll um, where everyone would be 2022 picks versus a random 2023 pick. So I wanted to get your opinion on where you were at. What would it uh, would it be the one on one for a random twenty three pick? Um, I that's not where I would start. Like in our one oh, yeah. Let me let's for, let's for start our, let's start at the okay. back. Let's start at the back. Not, I mean, I, that's not where I would start the, make with op, making offers. Like I'm talking with our one oh one. I would rather us go try and get a quarterback or a player before we have to settle for taking. I don't want. I will. I would not take a single. 23 i might take a first and a second um <laughs> we might we might do a first and a second for it uh i still want the 20 i still want the 101 over uh random 2020 and the 102 yeah 102 thing. i i think yeah i think so because 102 yeah i i want to i want the random no i i want the 102 still because then i get my choice I feel like I'm going to, I still feel like Brees Hall is going to be, end up being the 101 in a lot of drafts just because running back is so, um, so in demand. So the 102, I will still take because then I get the choice of what receiver I want. I don't know which receiver that is, not the 102. Um, and I would do anything to trade back a little bit more and let somebody else make the decision for me and give me more ammo. Uh, 103. 103, I think, is where I'm probably going to keep the 103 because I think somebody will want one of the quarterbacks at 103. Like, or maybe that's where I feel comfortable enough to that I'm not reaching anymore, even though it, everything feels – it's just – oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Everything's going to be a reach. God, I remember, like, the 2020 draft when we were just excited for every freaking pick. It didn't matter. And then last year was uh, – pretty not great and now this year man i just i just don't know all right and what about the 104 that's where i'm easily the 20 <laughs> that's where i switched to the 2023s uh i'm not i don't i don't even know if i could get a 2023 first for the 104 i hope i could that's that's where i switch for sure the 103 i like i said it it would be close um i think the appeal of either quarterback one running back one or wide receiver one like somebody getting their favorite at the position i think it ends at the 103 so anything below that because the 104 feels pretty much the same as the 110 after that if you're not going to get a pick your favorite of the positions which you can only do in the top three then i'll Give me a, I'll just kick the can, <laughs> move it the next year and uh, we'll see what happens next year. I, I think we're going to look back on this draft class, you know, three or four years from now and be like, man, there just wasn't a lot to do. There wasn't a lot, uh, was not a lot to pick from. There was going to be a couple of good receivers, probably a couple of like, you know, starter fill in level receivers maybe Malik Willis lands in a good spot and ends up being something good. I think Kenny Pickett will be following the Daniel Jones pathway of, okay, let's try again. Like, yeah, we, 
we tried it like we took a shot it, it didn't work let's try again uh and i mean the running backs well at that point they'll be retired because it'll be three years from now but may, maybe Brees Hall or kenneth walker finds a place and is good enough like they'll probably be in the rb1 range but there's there's nobody coming out of here that's got the upside to be like the leader at their position in fantasy. I just I just don't feel like I'm drafting that at all. Peter Howard and I were talking about it last night um, about when there was so many receivers taken in the first round and there was a run on them and a couple of previous drafts stood out to us and one of them being 2015. Uh, you had Amari Cooper, Kevin White, Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar, Brashard Perryman, and Philip Dorsett in the first round. Yeah. Like and Cooper, this, great. Good job. Yeah. He hit. So <laughs> we, we, we were thinking that it was going to be very similar where, you know, maybe one or two of these guys will hit, but they're not all going to hit. No, definitely not. I mean, not, it's not 2020 where you had C.D. Lamb and Jefferson and Ayuk and Judy. So much fun that year was. <laughs> oh, so much fun. Oh, well. We, we can only play with the cards we got. So, like, we, we got to figure it out. <laughs> I, I think everybody's advice is going to be trade, 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 which is fine. It's the right advice. But as that drives the market down, at some point then there will be a tipping point. I'm going to try and find where that tipping point goes to my favor and I can stack up first round picks in this draft because I think the price of a first round pick, we aren't far from seeing a 2023 second being worth more than some of these 2022 firsts. We aren't far from that point. That sounds insane. That's how low people got last night. Like you could tell just test if you're, if you're not talking in your chats and lead chats, I suggest doing it. <laughs> Gauge how other people now feel because and push them that way. <laughs> I mean, straight up say, wow, this draft class is terrible now, you know? Uh, and if you get anybody on board with you and other people start trashing that draft, start kicking tires. It, we're, we're probably not there yet, but man, if, if tonight goes the way last night did... <laughs> I can't imagine what if Brees Hall goes somewhere where it just is a terrible landing spot. Maybe he doesn't go to what, Atlanta, like Houston. Um, I don't think Buffalo's a good spot. I've never been on board with him going to Buffalo. No, like Singletary's not a terrible back and they don't run the ball anyway. So it doesn't matter. They have Josh Allen in front of him. Like, so he's splitting he would be splitting time with Devin Singletary, who's not bad. Brees Hall's better. Don't get me wrong. Brees Hall is better. But that's not how the NFL works. They're not just going to be like, Devin Singletary, okay, you're off the team. They're going to be like, okay, you guys already get a kind of small workload because Josh Allen takes goal carries and uh, and runs the ball at other times too because he's Josh Allen. He's that good. Um, so you're already working from a smaller market. And it's not going to go 100% to Brees Hall. So it would be, a, if he went to Buffalo, it would be a split of kind of a small market. Like it's not, I don't think Buffalo is a good spot for him. I do not want him to go there. If he goes there, 
if he goes there, God, I have no idea. I don't know. Then I have to see where Kenneth Walker goes. I, I mean, this is, ah, this is just, it's unpleasant. It's un, it's un, it's unpleasant. Yeah. To be continued. Early next week, we will have some landing spots, and we will see what John thinks about Bryce Hall and Kenneth Walker. But that is all the time we have for today because we have to get this show out in time for you to listen before tonight's draft. So for John Bosch and myself, we will see you next time. That we were on keen Dynasty on Adam time. Shaheen and Ladarius Green. Let's travel back in time and unravel the schemes. Checking out our teams as Podly Dream. JT103, maybe you would see me. Trading back in Superflex to snag a QB. Got hindsight now to unravel the past. Back to the future because the value moves fast. You could go back to 2015. Tell yourself that Mariota's not at all what he seems. Or maybe a couple years ago that Josh Allen punchline really can throw. In the here and now, we'll make the world all right. Help you in the future with the past insight. In the time machine, from here you'll see everything it takes to build a dynasty. T to the I, to the M, to the E, M, A to the C, H, I, N, E. T to the I, to the M, to the E, M, A to the C, H, I, N, E. They're up to 88 miles per hour, and they're ready to go back in time to look at trades so you don't have to. Here are the hosts of the Dynasty Time Machine, Bob Gilchrist and John Bosch.